back to Exodus chapter number 3. And after four centuries of slavery, uh, the people of Israel uh, prayed. They cried out to God, uh, the God of Abraham, uh, the God of Jacob, Isaac, uh, and uh, for deliverance. And uh, when we find here in our Bible, God had already prepared Moses for that purpose. And uh, of course, he, just like you, uh, would question God's choice uh, in the matter, uh, and uh, what God wants is somebody who feels that they can't do the job. It's not, he doesn't really want somebody who thinks they can. Uh, he wants us to be humble, uh, and uh, of course Moses was a very, a very meek man uh, and really didn't, uh, uh, you know, wasn't filled with the pride that you think uh, people would be with the, with, that are tasked with big jobs. So God prepared Moses uh, in uh, his uh, desert experience, if you will, uh, and uh, prepare for him for the purpose, commission him at the burning bush. And, uh, and the text that we read, uh, he says this in, uh, about himself in chapter number 5, verse number 2, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? And this is about Pharaoh hardening his heart. Uh, Pharaoh, uh, it was, a, of course, the Egyptian king, uh, and pharaohs were, uh, were worshipped. Uh, that was part of that whole thing. And, and so he's questioning in chapter number 5, as Moses said, God wants the children to go. He says, who is this God, or who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice? And, but here's the thing. God wanted his children out. Uh, and for all of the history that you read uh, and uh, running up to that and how they were, were in Egypt in the, the first place and uh, all that took place after Joseph, etc., uh, to, to where uh, they're, they're making bricks and they're, are, they're laboring uh, in slavery, there was a lot of time that had passed. And God uh, had made a promise to his children, uh, and he says, I want them out. So it took 400 years uh, for God to get... Israel out of Egypt, and the saying goes that uh, Egypt has never really gotten out of Israel. Now, Egypt in the Bible is a part of, is a, a type of the world. Uh, they're to come out uh, from among them and be separate, uh, just like we are uh, to be separate from the world. Uh, the Bible says clearly in the book of 1 John and elsewhere uh, that uh, we are to get we're to, to not love the world, neither the things that are in the world. If the love of the world is in us, love of the Father is not in us. Worldliness is a gray area. What might be worldly to you might not be uh, worldly to the person next to you. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, that God lays in his scripture, that gives us the truth, uh, that we're not to be uh, in, in, of the world. In it, yes, but not of it. So we've got to figure that out for ourselves. Uh, as your pastor, uh, I will preach and say this is, uh, God doesn't like this, and this is sin, or this is worldly. Uh, and, uh, but at some point, uh, there's, let's take music, for example. At some point, uh, I'm going to say this is worldly. Uh, and, uh, and I might not have reached the point where you think it's worldly. Is everybody with me? And, uh, but at some point, it's, it's worldly, and it's too worldly for you. Uh, and, uh, and God gives us some liberty in those areas in our life, some discernment uh, to what we would choose, etc. cetera. Uh, but just know at some point uh, you may have crossed the line into worldliness uh, and your heavenly father uh, is not pleased uh, with that. So he wants us to serve him just as he wanted his children, uh, the children of Israel, to serve him. We cannot serve God and the world. The Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. You can't serve two masters. You cannot sacrifice children of Israel 
to God in Egypt, you've got to leave uh, in order to do these things that God wants them to do. Uh, So even though they had a desire to leave, uh, Pharaoh uh, was trying to convince them to stay. Uh, And, you know, the big reason is it was slave labor. Uh, they, were, they were building Egypt uh, on the backs of Hebrews, uh, and, uh, and of course he didn't want to, And we know that it was, uh, it was a, lot of, uh, a lot of Hebrews uh, that left there, and we can't get into all of that story. Uh, but they wanted to leave because God told them to leave, uh, but Pharaoh wanted them to stay. Then God reveals himself to Pharaoh and a series of, of object lessons, 10 plagues. Uh, these plagues grow in severity uh, through the course of uh, time uh, till the death of the firstborn of every house of Egypt. And, uh, and then finally, uh, Pharaoh relents and lets them go. And then we know uh, even right after that, uh, they pursued them and uh, the Lord opened up the Red Sea and Pharaoh and his armies were, uh, were killed as they tried to cross over. Uh, and, uh, and we know how that story goes. Today, uh, we will look at the four compromises uh, that Pharaoh came up with for the children of Israel to keep them there, which I feel uh, are very similar to the compromises that people may ask you or tell you to keep you from separating from the world. Because here's the bottom line. When you, as a Christian, uh, consecrate, separate, dedicate uh, yourself to be a living sacrifice to the Lord, there are going to be people in your life, whether they are uh, your mother-in-law, as I mentioned a moment ago, uh, your family, it could be a husband, it could be a wife, it could be, uh, it could be children, it could be uh, somebody at work, a, 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 a friend uh, that is probably not a really good friend. Uh, if they are convincing you not to obey the Lord, uh, but somebody uh, in your life. The devil doesn't want you to go all out for your Savior. He just doesn't. He doesn't want you to be sold out. Uh, you know, um, we we're praying for, I mentioned prayer for uh, um, a gentleman this morning, Gerald. He was playing softball yesterday, uh, and he uh, he was diving for balls in the outfield uh, and perhaps broke his arm uh, in doing that. When you dive for a ball in the outfield in sports or whatever, uh, people refer to that as selling out, going all out, selling out, uh, sacrificing your body uh, to, uh, to make that play. Uh, and uh, we'll look at, uh, you know, uh, maybe if somebody, if that was professional sports and somebody had uh, videoed that, it would make some type of play of the week. Because everybody in the world appreciates somebody who is sold out uh, in sports and other things. Uh, if you are sold out to education, if you're sold out uh, to, to whatever endeavor, uh, the world uh, oftentimes will applaud you, pat you on the back, uh, they'll, they'll name uh, libraries after you or whatever the case may be. But if you are sold out for Jesus, that's just weird. Uh, the world thinks that that's just weird. You're a weirdo uh, if, uh, if you are sold out to Jesus. They don't understand. And they're not going to understand, especially if they're not saved. But there are Christians, people who name the blood of Christ. They're on their way to heaven, children of God, uh, who will still, even them, uh, be, uh, think that your uh, dedication to the Lord is unusual and may say things. There might be somebody in this room that is a pharaoh uh, to another person in this room, and that just ought not be. Uh, we should always encourage 
any type of selling, uh, being sold out to uh, and all in for the cause of Christ. Uh, and, uh, and encourage it especially so uh, in our young people. So the devil doesn't want you to go all out uh, for the Lord. And, uh, and he, uh, he wants you to always leave one foot in the world uh, and have one foot in heaven. But here's what the Bible says about that. It says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. I guarantee you this. The biggest problem that you may have today in your mind and heart is, is a result of the fact that you have not made up your mind uh, who you're going to serve. Uh, you, you like church, and you're here today. You're in church today, and praise the Lord for that. Uh, but, uh, but your heart might not be here. Uh, you might be thinking something else completely you know, detached from this place today. We're supposed to be worshiping God uh, and uh, preaching the Word of God. Uh, but even, uh, you know, I know that. And here's, a, I'll even confess a minute ago, when she was singing that song, uh, and it was a, a medley at the beginning of, of, of songs. And, and so I'm like, oh, that's a medley. And then you know what I thought next? I thought of a seafood medley. Uh, that I had at the restaurant. I'm like, oh, yeah, medley. I like medleys. Uh, and, uh, and so I started thinking of Red Lobster for a minute because we were there, and, and I'm like, I should have had the seafood medley uh, when we were there yesterday. And are you following me? It's, uh, it's just like that. You can go from worship to, like, la-la land uh, in your mind, even being, you know, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be paying attention. And uh, but that's just how we are. We are sinners, uh, and uh, and we've got to be focused, and we're easily distracted, and we've got to combat that. The devil does not want you uh, um, sold out. He wants you to keep one foot uh, in the world uh, and one foot uh, in in heaven. Uh, but here's the deal: uh, the way you're leaning is the way you're going to fall. And uh, and you can tell oftentimes in the lives of people. Uh, just which way uh, that they are leaning. Turn with me to Exodus chapter number 8, and we'll look at the first compromise that Pharaoh had made uh, with uh, the children of Israel. Uh, when he says this in chapter number 8 and verse number 25, of course, we know Moses coming in, say, hey, let my people go. Uh, and, uh, and he, uh, Pharaoh, would, uh, would begin to uh, come up with ways to make this work. All right? And in verse 25, he says this, the Bible says, And Pharaoh called for Moses and for Aaron and said, Go ye, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not meet so to do, for we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. Lo, shall we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, and will they not stone us? So here's the first thing. He says, All right, all right. Um, you know, the plagues are hitting, and, uh, and it's like, uh, you know, no, I'm not going to let you go. And then the next, now all of a sudden there's a big plague, uh, and his, uh, his heart seems to soften for a little bit. He comes, uh, Moses before Pharaoh, and says, all right, let us go. And, and he says, all right, you can go. Uh, you can take uh, your, uh, and go and sacrifices to your God in the land. And Moses says, no, we can't do that because we're going to sacrifice unto God an abomination to the Egyptians. Everything from their actual faith and how they're going to sacrifice to even some of the animals uh, that they would sacrifice. There are a lot of things, like shepherds were an abomination, remember that, uh, to uh, the Egyptians. And said, so we can't do that. We can't serve God and do our sacrifice to our God in the land. We have to leave in order to do that. But Pharaoh says, go ahead, you do your God thing, you worship God, 
but you need to stay here. You need to stay in the land. Um, but you can't, you can't do that. They couldn't do that, and you can't do it. What I mean is that you cannot serve God properly and remain in, in Egypt. You can't, you've got to get all the way out. You can't, you can't, that's why God says you can't serve two masters uh, in God and mammon. It's not light and darkness, all this, the chemistry of separation in the Bible. Uh, when you worship God in Egypt, it will always end in, in, in conformity to Egypt, conformity to the world. world. Worshiping God in a worldly fashion ends in world conformity. Uh, it ends in ecumenicism. It, it results in churches that are conforming to the world and uh, in different areas. And, uh, and that's really what has happened in a lot of places today, uh, places of worship. They say, we're going we're gonna to love God and we're going to worship God, uh, but we're going to remain Egyptians. We're going to remain worldlings uh, and, and, and the worldliness. And they co-opt uh, the the things of the world or the things of the land uh, enter their worship, and it's just not, it's just not so. When you look at religions uh, all around the world, let's take, for example, uh, we take Catholicism. When Catholicism would go into an area, let's say if they go into uh, uh, Mexico, uh, and uh, they have their Christian beliefs, and they would co-opt uh, native beliefs into their worship. So, so they had this mixture of, of Catholicism and Catholic doctrine with practices uh, of, uh, of the native population that were there. And that's what, that's what worldly compromise is. Uh, God's word is you take the word of God into a place uh, and people are saved and they're transformed by the, uh, the power of God uh, and they put off idols and whatnot uh, and they serve the living God. But when you combine them, it seems like God always loses out. Uh, it, when it, and that's the chemistry of that which is holy is always profaned by that which is unholy. That is the law in the Bible. When, for example, somebody would be going to, uh, to, to make an offering uh, and, uh, and they would touch something uh, that, with their garments or whatever that was unclean, uh, that which was unclean always made that which is clean unclean. Uh, it, it is it, you are you are no exception to the rule. You think that you can compromise with the world, and you're going to come out all clean? Ain't going to happen. Uh, you're going to get you're going to get dirtied up every single time. You begin talking like the world, acting like the world, uh, and uh, so don't give me this this line that uh, that you're just going to be all things to all men that you might win some because that's not what you're doing. You just want to you just want to compromise. And you just want to be worldly, and then and then uh, justify it with your faith, and that's just not what you're, that's just not what you're doing. Now, praise God uh, if, uh, if, you have, uh, if you have led uh, your lost friend to Christ, uh, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, but, uh, but you shouldn't need to go out to the bars with them on Friday nights to do so. I remember several years ago, uh, I'm, many years ago now, uh, somebody visited the church, and, and, and I said, uh, um, you know, hey, how'd you, how'd you hear about the church? Oh, my friend told me about it uh, at the bar. Uh, and, uh, and I'm like, oh, uh, and uh, that prob- that's probably not. I was, I mean, I was glad they were here, uh, but uh, I just don't want you to go soul winning at the tavern, all right? Uh, and, uh, and so it ends in world conformity. It ends in world pleasing. You're crazy if you think Pharaoh wasn't going to stick his nose in Israel's business. 
Uh, you, can, you can worship your God, but just stay here uh, in the land. Uh, and they're like, no, Pharaoh, we can't do that. We can't sacrifice to God. And uh, the, the world does not, Egypt doesn't understand, and the world doesn't understand. The Bible says that, uh, that the preaching of, of, uh, of the word of God is foolishness to them. Uh, and, and I've been mocked by people, and you have too, uh, and uh, what are you going to do, uh, and uh, sick the Holy Spirit on me, and on and on and on, and Holy Joes, and call you names, or whatever. Uh, people do not understand. If somebody that does not know the Lord as their personal Savior is here right now, uh, they're not born again. Um, there are things, there are things, when we were singing a little bit ago, that was weird to them. Uh, when, when we open up the Word of God and we preach, the preaching of God is foolishness to them. Uh, they don't understand it. The Bible says the natural man understandeth not the things of God, they're spiritually discerned. What that person needs is to trust Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, and when they do that, things change. Now when we sing songs of worship and we listen to, uh, to the special and uh, we can be worshipful, uh, worshipful in our uh, praise to Him, etc., it all, it all makes sense because we have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in us. If you're here today and you're not saved, I hope that you get saved. Uh, and, uh, but, he, but if God saves you 100%, I guarantee you, you cannot serve God and stay in the world. Because the world's not going to understand. The world doesn't understand you're gonna, that you're going to come back to church on Sunday night. I mean, I get going to church on Sunday morning. A lot of people do that. But you go back for seconds? Yes, we go back for seconds. And, uh, and they're like, do, do, they, do they say the same thing? And like, no, it might be. Dead. But they don't understand. And then, then you throw Wednesday in the mix? Uh, it's just, that's, just, that's just crazy. Uh, and, uh, and you're doing what? You spend, they're doing a 90-day Bible. Tell me what that's about. Well, we're reading the Bible in 90 days. How long does that take you every day? About an hour, hour and a half every day. And they're like, what? So you read your Bible for an hour, hour and a half. That's weird to them. Uh, they're not going to understand it. You cannot serve God properly and remain in the world. You have to separate from it. Uh, this, the, kids, the kids understand. They say, the things I used to do, I don't do them anymore. The place I used to go, I don't go there anymore, right? Uh, and uh, and that's the, there's been a change since I've been born again. You cannot, they said, uh, Pharaoh, no. We cannot serve God and stay in the land. That was his first compromise. Here's the second one. We find in verses 28 and 29 of chapter number 8. He says, all right, and Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness only... Ye shall not go very far away. Entreat for me. And Moses said, Behold, I go out from thee. I will entreat the Lord that the swarm of flies may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people to tomorrow. But let not Pharaoh deal deceitfully anymore in not letting the people go to sacrifice in the land. He says, All right, I know you can't, you can't uh, you know, do what you're going to do here, so I'm going to let you go, but just don't go very far away. Uh, stay close. You can sacrifice, but don't go too far. Uh, and uh, the lost world will question your devotion to God. Uh, it's okay, by the way, it's okay to be a fanatic at work because that might get you employee of the month. Uh, it's, it's okay to, uh, to be, uh, you know, crazy and, uh, and fanatical uh, at a football game. That, that might even get you uh, on the highlights uh, on the news program. 
That's why people bring signs and they write the stuff on there and they dress up in all kinds of different things because they want to get on the uh, on the the camera. They look for every commercial break. They look up to see if they've made it. When they do, like, oh, I'm on there, and then they'll uh, they do what they do. It's okay. You can be crazy, all kinds of crazy at those types of things, and and everybody uh, think that that's awesome. You can uh, you can be a fanatic in many things, but if you go to church, if you teach your kids the Word of God, if you put your kids in a Christian school, let me say this about Christian schools or whatever. Remember years ago when preachers used to warn everybody about the socialism their kids are being taught in the public schools? How'd that work out? Uh, we're fixing to nominate a communist, socialist, uh, as uh, a Democratic uh, uh, side. Well, I guess he was not, wouldn't he be a Democrat? Nevada, overwhelmingly. Uh, and uh, here's the thing. Um, we've, we've just not, we've, we've forsaken truth and right and whatever, and we've raised a generation of young people in schools when they've been spoon-fed socialism and socialism and socialism uh, from the time they were little uh, all the way through their college years. And it's a no wonder that that... Now, what if we would have just listened to old men of God years ago uh, and just decided we're, gonna, we're not going to do it? Um, things might be a little different uh, and, uh, in our, our world today. Much of the problems we have in this world is because God's people over the course of time, have zipped their lips and have not taken a stand because when you, when you said, I'm taking my kids out of the public school and I'm going to homeschool my kids, they go, you are an absolute nut job, weirdo, to do that. How can you do that? And, and, uh, and your kids aren't going to get socialized and, and on and on and on. And everybody thought that people didn't understand that. And, uh, and I remember going and teaching in public schools uh, the seven habits of highly effective people content to teachers. Uh, and uh, and through the whole and, and while I was homeschooling our own kids, and uh, and I would I would go as long as I could through the course of the day without revealing the fact that I homeschooled our children, because when I said finally like well what uh, and uh, I said well we home I was done in their mind they shut me out, and uh, because uh, because that is to them the strangest thing. But I, I don't have any communist kids. Uh, I'm just, I'll just put that out there. Uh, I mean, they might, they might be messed up in some other ways, but they're not ra- waving a red flag uh, and voting for Bernie Sanders. I guarantee you that. It ends in say, so I don't, I, don't like, I don't like your attitude, preacher, about, and you shouldn't be talking about politics. Uh, maybe, we, maybe preachers ought to talk more about politics uh, and uh, say, who are you voting for? I ain't voting for Bernie Sanders. I guarantee you, 100%. You can serve God, uh, but you cannot go far away problem is you've got to get all the way out of Egypt uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna worship him properly number three let's turn to chapter number 10 and uh, verse number eight chapter number 10 verse number eight and Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh and he said unto them go serve the Lord your God but who are they that shall go and Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old and with our sons and with our daughters and our flocks and with our herds. We will go, and we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you, uh, as I will let you go and your little ones look to it for evil is before you. Not so go now that there are men that serve the Lord, for they did desire, and they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Here's the compromise. It says, You go ahead, but... but uh, and you men go, but leave your families behind. Uh, it's not so for them. 
uh, and uh, the, 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 and kind of connected to what I made, the comment I made a, a moment ago, uh, the world is trying and trying and trying to get a hold of your kids. Uh, and, uh, and you cannot be uh, too careful. Uh, and uh, my kids are grown. I've made a ton of mistakes with them. I've tried to keep them in church and whatnot, all that. Uh, and, uh, and I get uh, it's all the grace of God. Uh, but, uh, but, but your kids are constantly being bombarded today more than ever uh, with, their, with their phones and uh, in music and philosophy and all this kind of stuff. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm talking about socialism and whatnot, uh, and uh, if, if, if your kids are right now in public universities, they probably tell you how tough it is and difficult it is uh, to stand for God in that environment. Uh, and uh, to be mocked and, uh, or to be communicating truth and people come up and, uh, and, uh, and whatever. Like, I, you know, uh, the man, uh, preachers are not supposed to be brawlers, uh, but, but I'm, fixing, I'm fixing to buy me a Trump hat just so somebody will knock it off my head. <laughs> Follow me? I know, I know I'm, I'm confessing my sin to you right now, uh, and, uh, but I'm tired of it. And, uh, but some of our young people, our kids, they don't know. They're just, they're just made fun of and mocked and shamed uh, by the world. So you can't, you can't serve God and let your kids stay in Egypt. Well, I just don't want to make them go to church. You better make them. And uh, what's that, that phrase that people say, my kids were growing up, they had a drug problem. I drug them to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. And, uh, and uh, it's just like, you make them clean their room, and you're going to make them go to school. You still talk about, I'm not going to make them, they can make up their own minds. Uh, let them try that when they want to stay out till 3 o'clock in the morning. Say, well, I want to make up my own mind, Dad. You're like, no, you ain't. So, so you, just, you just, you make them go to church. Say, well, that's going to drive them away. You don't know any of that to be true. The Bible says to raise up your children uh, and, and, uh, and train them up in the way they should go when they're old and not depart from it. And so you can't shame on us if we flee Egypt, if we have a relationship with God uh, and, uh, and separate ourselves from the God and leave our families behind. It didn't work for them, and he said, no, that ain't going to work for us. We, we've all got to go. We've all got to be a part of it. Uh, Pharaoh says, you go, but leave your families behind. You've get to, we've got to raise our children for the Lord, and you cannot raise them for the Lord in Egypt. You've got to leave Egypt to do that. Number four, last uh, find in verse number 24 of chapter number 10. Here's another compromise. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There shall not an hoof be left behind, for thereof we must take to serve the Lord our God. And we know not with uh, what we must serve the Lord until we come hither. But the Lord uh, hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Here's the fourth compromise, that somebody, somebody in your life uh, may be telling you, you can serve God, but just uh, just chill out on the whole um, worldliness thing. It's okay. You can you can um, you know you can just put some godly lyrics to that, some Bible verses to that, and it's okay. Uh, and uh, and now it just becomes Christian uh, because it's got good words to it. Uh, and uh, just serve God, but serve God in the land. Uh, you can you can love God and go to church, but just don't just go, don't go too far. You've gone too far. 
uh, and that Pharaoh will nag you and mock you uh, and, uh, and, and fight with you and debate and have things to say, and they'll talk behind your back. Uh, they've just taken their religion and their faith a little far. You can serve God, but, uh, but don't go too far away. You're going to go ahead and serve God, but not your kids. Don't be brainwashing your kids. That's what you're doing, brainwashing them. Uh, and, uh, and, and I've heard it a bazillion times. Uh, when, we, when we came out here uh, years ago when our kids were little, people like in my family like, I can't believe you're doing that. Taking your, there's no kids out there for your kids, and on, and on, and on, and on. And, uh, and, uh, and people just didn't understand. Um, they really don't understand uh, when some family with, a, with several kids picks up and moves to some far-off land to serve God, uh, and uh, they don't know the language, and they're, and they're living in, in, uh, in poor conditions. Uh, and you think, do you think worldly, unsaved grandmas and grandpas uh, want their kids growing up in some place? where it's dangerous, their life is in, you know, in danger all the time, or of diseases and whatever, no. Uh, and so grandma and grandpa might be a pharaoh and say, come on. I mean, it's one thing for you to have your beliefs, but to make your kids and bring them in tow to some place, God didn't call them or whatever, and they've got all the things they're going to say. And we give ear to that, and we listen, and we try to understand. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and no sooner we do that, we find ourselves uh, trying to serve God in Egypt. He says, you go, but you leave your flocks and your herds behind. Uh, and, uh, but sometimes I think Christians think the devil doesn't know Matthew 6.21 in the Bible, where the Bible says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Uh, he not only wanted them to leave their livelihood behind, but he wanted them to leave behind their means of worship. And, and, uh, you know, and we can't do that. You've got to get all the way out. Here's where I appreciate missionaries when they do this. They, like, they sell everything they own, including their home. Uh, and, uh, and, and they communicate to me. I've had many do this. Uh, they say, Pastor, we just don't want to be tempted to come back. They don't, when things get tough on the mission field, if they know they can get on a plane and they got a house in some city somewhere, it's easier for them to pick up and leave. And so what they've said is we've burned our bridges. We're, we're getting all the way out of Egypt and we're going to serve God where God has sent us and we can't. And, and now, and again, the wisdom of the world and stuff is, okay, do this and leave this and have it and whatever and you can have a house when you come back. I mean, I get all that uh, and, uh, and, and that's for some people. But I, I just personally appreciate people like, I'm, I am selling everything, uh, and, uh, and, and we're loading up uh, you know, everything we own in a few suitcases and in bins, and we're going to end up in, in, uh, in some foreign land. And, uh, and I, think, I think those people are tremendous people. Sold out people to God, uh, and, uh, and, they, and they're just going to go. Pharaoh said, you can go, just don't take your, just don't take your stuff. Here's the thing, you just got to just... Be all in. I'm getting all the way out and not leaving anything behind. Uh, and uh, isn't that what God told Lot's wife? Don't look back. I think that's just the perfect spirit that we should have in regards to this. Everything, not just everyone, uh, needs to leave Egypt. Pharaoh knows uh, that you'll come back. He, 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 he knew that they would come back for their stuff. So he says, leave your stuff. And, uh, and that's what will that'll, that'll happen. Uh, and inevitably, uh, they would come back. So in conclusion, is your 
job keeping you in Egypt? Is your family keeping you from leaving the world? Uh, maybe you think you're okay uh, where you're at and uh, you're just not going to take your religion too far. Uh, or maybe you're just flat out trying to serve God uh, in worldly lusts at the same time. And it ain't working. You're unstable, discouraged, depressed. Just can't, can't figure it out. Because one day you're at church on Sunday, and man, things are going great, and that message really spoke to my heart. Uh, and then you get back into Egypt the next, on Monday morning, uh, and you can't handle it. Uh, it's because you refuse to make a commitment at an altar or, uh, or listen to the Holy Spirit as he directed. And, and, uh, and it's just so hard, preacher, to live for God uh, in this world. And, but God knew, God knew that. And he has given you all kinds of scripture to help you. Uh, in that uh, regard. And, uh, and he says, you're going you're gonna to suffer. You're going to have persecution. It's going to be difficult. Uh, you're going to have to fight fights and, and, uh, and beat giants. You're going to have to do all these things. But, but what I need is, is commitment from you. To come out from among them, be separate, saith the Lord. Uh, God says that you're a peculiar people. His workmanship created in Christ Jesus. God has a purpose and a plan uh, in his word uh, has dictated uh, that we can't do God and do the world at the same time. It will not work. You say, well, it's working for me. It isn't. It isn't working for you. So how do you know? I, because it, it doesn't work. It, God said it won't work. So I just believe God more than you saying it's working for you. Can't serve God a mammon. What does that mean, pastor? God and money. God and stuff. You, gotta, you have to come to a realization that all the stuff that you have belongs to God. And, uh, and praise God for work and doing that. And if you don't provide for your family, the Bible says you're worse than infidel. But God help you uh, if, uh, if you're cashing them checks uh, and thinking you did all that. God did it. God, I'm, I'm yours, and my stuff is yours, and my kids are yours, and, and God, I just want to serve you and, uh, and, and love you with all my heart and soul and might, and, and I, I'm separated and sanctified, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, God. It's my reasonable, God, you saved me, and, the, and the, the least I could do, God, the most reasonable thing is to give myself back to you. Um, that, that type of dedication um, is, not a, is not confusing, uh, that type of consecration is very simply understood, not just by you, but the people around you. That man, that woman loves Jesus, and they're living for the Lord, and you can tell. And, I, and they think, well, I might not agree with that, uh, and, uh, and that, that might not be for me, but you know what? Bob Reno, he believes that, and he's just trying to live for the Lord. And you know what? A lost world may, might not understand, but they'll respect um, separation and consecration uh, in your life uh, that is absent hypocrisy. But when you're like, I love Jesus, and, and, uh, and you look, talk, smell, whatever, everything like the world, just the, the stench of the world is on you, it speaks a different message than this over here. So what do I do, Pastor? You say, God, uh, as you pray in a moment, God, I want to be all in. I want, I want to be all the way out of Egypt. And help me. Help me to identify Egyptian things in my life, worldly things in my life, and I want to forsake them. Uh, and I don't want worldliness. 
I don't want people to think I'm worldly. I don't, I don't, I don't want people to look at me and, and see the world all over me. I want them to see God on me and God in my life and God working in my life and help me with that. And uh, you just commit to the Lord to say, God, today I'm leaving Egypt and I'm crossing over and that's my commitment to you. And then, and then you, do, you just don't look back. And by the way, God says when you look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. Uh, and uh, uh, you're like a dog that returns to its own vomit. Some of you, some of you, it's not even about looking back. It's been like it's been like this the whole time. It's like it's just like worldly world, and, and I know I need to be in church, and 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 it's just you've been you've been mixed up and messed up the whole time. There's not been that time where you're like, I'm putting myself in the offering plate. I'm a living sacrifice. Uh, I'm all in, God. There might not have ever been that time. And you've been struggling with it your whole life. That's why, that's why you can't be faithful to God in, in hardly anything. And so, so you've got to fix that. Because God's not going to change this. So you can go one more week or one more year or ten more years or whatever. This is never going to change. And you're going to always feel like you're not in. And uh, because that's the way that it all works. So you just got to at some point go, all right, I'm all in. And then, and then you just serve God. Love him all your heart, soul, and might. And not just Sunday morning. Not just, not just a few hours a week. Not just when you, can, when, you, you know, when you feel like it or when something bad happens or you get sick. It's, it's you just loving God all the time and your life is about God. And uh, you're like, if I, if I knew my life needed to be about God 24-7, I might not have ever got saved. What? How crazy is that? But that would be like the logical end conclusion to that whole mindset. I wouldn't even have got saved. Well, you did, and praise God for that. But that's where it began, not where it ended. And so...